What's up, everybody? It's Bounty Board, episode 146. I can't believe I've done that many, but I have. And with me today, uh, a special guest. I did not ask how to pronounce your last name, so I'm going to wing it. I think it's 50-50. Uh, he's a producer at Private Division. Yes. And previously worked at, what, V1 and mm-hmm. all sorts of places. We'll get into that when I ask him yeah, no to problem. get into that. Uh, but I've got with me Joe Erskine. Erskine, but yes. Ah, uh, told no you, 50, 50, 50. I had to, I had to take the guess. <laughs> You're not um, the but first, we're doing... and you will not be the last. <laughs> uh, don't worry. <laughs> we're, we're doing a, a late podcast. I'm sure both of us have our respective hometown baseball teams on a tab <laughs> on one of our screens right now. 100%. Um, what's up, Joe? How's it going? God, nothing, man. Thank you for having me. I'm, uh, I'm stoked to talk to you and be here and... I don't know, chop it up, you know what I mean? Um, exactly, exactly. Chop it up is precisely what we will do. Nice. Um, we uh, we here at Bounty Board, I say we, it's me. Uh, it's fine. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at Bounty Board, we like to talk about video games, but also because I'm me and because people are people, we end up talking about food too. And yes. so I, I, I propositioned you with a conversation about food and video games, and you were like, well, that sounds sick. And then I realized, like, oh, shit. Like you like the Mets a lot, like so much so their record is in your Twitter, uh, your Twitter display name. Correct. We can talk baseball too, and you were like, "Son of a bitch, let's I, do it." My man came with the trifecta. I couldn't say no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, I gots to, gots to. So first of all, congratulations on that ridiculous seven-run ninth inning y'all had like a week ago or three days, however long ago that was. Uh, um, that shit was insane. Yeah, apologies to your Philly fans or listeners, but. Uh, the Mets own the Phillies right now. Uh, <laughs> saddled that with the combined no-no about a week earlier. Uh, yeah, right? Was... Wasn't it like four pitchers too? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> that, yeah, that's why we that's... they call it the combined, right? It's not. It's right. not just like one guy out there, like in the, in the traditional kind of heroic sense. But right. one, if it happened, if that happened later. to you, which one do you think is worse? Getting beat bad by one guy, or getting beat bad consistently by four guys? I think it's valid either way. I'll take it any way I can get it. I mean, between the, sure, the, current, sure. the current record and and everything else, I, honestly, it's it's fun being a Mets fan right now, uh, which sure. you can't say very often. <laughs> it's like every fifteen years, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Every once in a while, you get a real good one. You're like, oh shit, this might mm-hmm. be fun. Mm-hmm. No, y'all got a good team. Uh, Cardinals have a good team. We just got to figure out how to fucking hit again. Um, I I hear you on that. I, we, I think we're all going to be playing each other in the next week or two. Yeah, we played a couple weeks ago, and we yeah. beat you twice, but we did give you five runs in the fucking ninth inning after two errors. That's true. Uh, I'm not upset about chippy. that still. It's got a little chippy, if I recall. Uh, oh, that that's true. There was a yeah. fight, too. Yeah, There was. I, well, yeah. I mean, apparently there's a target on the Mets' backs this year because I think we have we lead the majors in, in being hit by pitches. Uh, and both <laughs> both of our, like, star hitters, Lindor and Alonzo, have been hit in the face in, like, the first week. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. We, we've been taking it a bit personally as, as sure. if anybody's pitching in. And I think um, – I think our series, like, it? six or seven people total got hit. Right. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like we slowed down. It's, we were like, oh, this is the mode. Let's go. It, it feels like it should, it's happening a bit more than it should. And there's a whole it, it might be because they the took all the balls and all that. Whatever, it might be man. because they took all the sticky stuff off a of pitcher's fingers. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it, it, at one point I was kind of like, maybe we should bring it back because that way people don't have to, you know, yeah. hit in the head anymore. Maybe yeah. like, yeah. anyway. Yeah, but then someone threw some smoke. Uh, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, not close enough to Arenado's head for him to have gotten that mad. 
I feel but, like it was an overreaction. We can agree. Yeah, we can agree on yeah, this. Yeah, I fact. definitely a I will player, agree. But still. <laughs> yeah, but he also seems like the kind of guy that was just in the place where he was like, yeah, fuck this. It's hot. <laughs> it's yeah, the middle uh, of the yeah. day. Fuck this. And, you know, I got to see Stubby Clap grab Pete Alonso well, from, the from waist behind. From behind. And, carry, <laughs> and carry him away. And that was fucking insane. Um <laughs> It was hysterical. I, I, yeah, I was gonna say like we're playing each other in like the next week or two, I think, and and yeah. uh, I'm not sure things are resolved yet. I think there might be some bubbling tension. We may see some more more. I love that kind of baseball, though. I love oh, that kind of baseball, though. It's it's inspiring. It gets people motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it used to be like that with the Cubs, and then in the great yeah. Chicago fire sale of 2021, they got rid of the entire team. Well, boy, did and... they! <laughs> <laughs> I the woke Mets, up one day and was like Stroman. So you know, yeah, there you go. Sure. <laughs> I woke up that like Thursday and was like, "Who the fuck are they? Oh, that's the Cubs! Oh my god, <laughs> I don't recognize yeah. anybody on this team." No, no, you know, you know it's, it's uh, not, to, not to start like a video game podcast by being too inside baseball, and I, I don't feel like there's any better way to use that metaphor. But there you go, you know what I mean? It's all right. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> talk. We gotta talk the strong points. I'm with and it. Baseball man. had to it. be. Baseball had to come up. I have to apologize <laughs> for the second thing. Uh, I also pitched this as like an after night whiskey podcast. And I am, in fact, you you came prepared. You understood the assignment. I'm yeah. drinking co- I'm drinking coffee because it's been wow. that kind of fucking Tuesday. <laughs> wow. I can't do coffee like past two o'clock in the afternoon. I, oh, I should be clear. I probably shouldn't be, but I fair, am. Fair enough. I I hit, <laughs> I hit 40 this year, and I am absolutely not in a place to have caffeine late in the <laughs> sure. afternoon because I'm just up all night. I'll, I'll yeah. It's, it's, and I I need my I need my beauty <laughs> sleep, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the point yet where my body's like, hey, um, no, I'm just kidding. I totally have. My body hates it. But I'll stay up late and then get up on, like, four hours of sleep. And, like, the first two hours suck. But then by, like, 10 or 11, I'm like, yo, how am I doing this? And the answer is at great physical cost. <laughs> I just right, haven't, yes. I, I haven't <laughs> had to pay that bill yet. I am so shopping I'm, I'm years really... off my life, but I, <laughs> yeah. know, it's it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma's always like, oh, cool, you're going to forget things when you're older. And I'm like, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I forgot that you were in St. Louis. I should have gone with an Anheuser-Busch product, but I, I deferred to the a, a nice big can of Coors Banquet because... Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm the classiest of guys. Coors Banquet fucking slaps, though. So I'm I not going to. What's wrong with a good working man lager, man? You know what I mean? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> St. Louis is literally built on some of those. So, have, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm from Kansas games. originally. Oh, sorry. Hey, oh, you're yeah. from, no, you're fine. You're from Kansas originally. The wood I am. That we're getting into it. You uh, are. So I understand, I understand the Midwest a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas is like the. <laughs> The worst Midwest, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, look, I think, say what you want, but I think Texas is making a hard run these days at it. You know what I mean? They really want the title. But... I mean, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. I, apologies to your Texas. No, no, that's 100% the truest thing, and I just, I think I, I think I omit them from my brain more often than They're include like them. They're almost country in a weird way. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> not shade, not shade at all. I mean, but like, no, you're that big no. and you've got your own kind of weird... Uh, infrastructure then yeah sure you know what i mean it might yeah. not be just your own thing It'll just be your own thing yeah sure. it's fine no i drove i drove to colorado from st louis once and um realized that like Ooh. if you were to reenact uh a god whatever one you believe in making sure. earth starting in the united states had to start on the west coast and be like it's gonna be really nice here and then it's gonna be some really dope mountains and then he was really tired by that or she right. or they and uh-huh. fell asleep and just 
all the yeah. way through, like <laughs> from Idaho all the way to almost Appalachia, and then woke up and went, oh shit, and had to do more mountains. Right. And oh, um, look, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I am having, having lived on both coasts since my time in the Midwest. I um, there are things about the Midwest I love, namely yeah. the Kansas Jayhawks. But uh, uh, shout out to the college basketball champions. Ooh, ooh. 22 yeah but um i i am i'm an east coast guy i spent most of my life out here and we came back after living on the west coast for like almost a decade and i don't know feels like home yeah. more so but yeah born and raised in the in the midwest so i i, I have i got the oreo you know what i mean yeah the... yeah <laughs> <laughs> you 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 yeah i've never heard it called the oreo but i will not call it the oreo <laughs> <laughs> it might be it might be overselling it by calling it the Oreo, but you know. Well, it depends on how much you like the cookie and or the cream filling of the Oreo. It's true. How, if the how, cream filling is your favorite part, then describing the United States as an Oreo might be misleading. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll make this even more interesting, and I'll even say that I like I think I like the Midwest more than I like the West Coast. But interesting. Hold that's, on, that's a personal preference. There's there's great things about Why? the West Coast. I lived there for a long time. Um, yeah. I I think. I think the the thing I I like about the East Coast is that there's a certain directness, like you know what to, you know what to expect a little bit. Sure. Um, West Coast less so. You never you're not quite sure. There's always like it's multi layered in your yeah, sure. social interactions okay. and kind of mm-hmm. you know that's personal take. I M O so to yeah. speak. You know what I mean? I picked but, that up. I pick I picked that up. West Coast is is the the, the coast I visit the most. Um, I'm gonna rhyme okay. as many times with coast I can. No. Um, the East Coast. I've only ever been. I've only ever been to, like, what's the? Is Myrtle Beach on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah. I've been to Myrtle Beach and yep, in the Carolinas. And then I've been to Florida, which is borderline, not even the East Coast. Uh, so when it comes to like, <laughs> it's barely it, America. Uh, <laughs> it's barely. There's one place in Marvel's Texas. Or extremely America, depending on how you're talking about it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's probably both of those things. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, somehow both of those definitions are exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've never been to New York, never been to Boston, never been to, I need to badly. Well, at the very, get that press pass, man. And go to PAX East, hit up Boston. I mean, what? Look, it, yeah. also, I mean, the 500 pound elephant in the room or whatever the saying is, is, <clears throat> I mean, it's been hard to do anything the past couple yeah. of years in that way. That is very so. true. Yeah. But, and also indicate East when it used to happen. I don't know if it still does was really bad about approving you, sending you approval of your press credentials like yeah. four days before the show started. And then plane tickets to New York are not mm, fun. Not, no, nope. <laughs> and when you're back then, that was like 2014, back when you're working at Starbucks and doing independent journalism on the side, it's really hard to walk up to your manager and be like, I actually got to be gone for a week uh, starting in two days wow. because I got a press yeah. pass in New York. So I just never did it. But I will. I will sometime. I will sometime. And when I'm no. there, I'm going to call you. And be like, I'm not gonna call you. I'll have your phone I'm, number, but I'm I'll 90 minutes. I'm 90 minutes away. I'll come down. I'll, yeah, I've been making. Yeah, uh, I'm actually, I'll be down in the city next weekend. We're going to a Mets game, so I'm taking the kids go. for the first time to the ballpark. It's gonna be great. I figured it out. I figured it out. I, like, I just gotta come up when the Cardinals are in New York. Don't threaten me with a good time, my guy. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that now because look at what we're doing right now. That's it. So yes, video games. Mm-hmm. That's how we first interacted. It, uh, it and that's the field that we both work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you, from Kansas to west to east to west to east coast, get into 
the field of video games. I'm sure yeah. that's a very convoluted story. So tell it with the depth. It's, that it's you always desire. convoluted, right? I feel like it's <laughs> it has to rarely be. is it simple. It's like, oh, I went to the thing and I did the thing and then I got the job at the place. And it's it's <laughs> yeah. not yeah. There's no uh, formula at all. No, I spent so I was in New York City, living in Brooklyn, and I had uh, met my wife and we had gotten married and we were living. I was living out, you know, closing out my twenties and. Uh, was a bar manager and had been kind of a New York City barman, running, opening places, helping people get set up, yeah. jumping over, doing the, you know, was there at the at the cusp of the craft beer movement. You know what I mean? Sure, was, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I realized that as I was starting to settle down and kind of be more of a stable fellow, I needed to rethink the career choice because bars in New York don't close till four in the morning. Sure. And back in those days, it was kind of like, well, maybe we'll stay up until like five or six or do after hours for the other neighborhood bartenders and they would come over. And so right. it's just very late and very uh, <clears throat> not dangerous in the in, in a physical sense, but the liver was going to, you know, yeah, it's going to have tax- something to say about it in the next five it's, years or so. It's you know? taxing on the human body in like exactly. every way it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Food industry be like that. It, uh, for sure, and shout out to anybody still doing it because that's that stuff is I think, especially these days. If you if you've made it through, kudos to you. Uh, yeah, but one hundred percent. I just decided it was like, all right, I gotta go back to school or something, and so I started looking at um, game development programs. It was I was like, I, you know, I had that same kind of. I was like, I play games. I maybe <laughs> I can make games, and yep. <laughs> and um, I mean, I had that kind of beaten out of me as soon as I got to DigiPen, which is where I applied, I got into, and so I took my wife, and we moved all the way out to Seattle, and rented a house, and I started going to school, and she was definitely my very supportive, very lovely sugar mama for the duration of that tenure at <laughs> yeah, the, sure. the full four and a half years, and <clears throat> as I was kind of rounding out my second senior year at DigiPen, uh, a couple buddies of mine, who you might remember, Joe Arroyo and Nick Golish, uh, sure. I ended up working with them at V1, but we had basically kind of teamed up at school for uh, about three of those years, doing student projects and making games, and we had our own podcast at one point, actually, and uh, as I was approaching graduation, uh, Joe and Nick kind of clued me in, they're like, hey, uh, there's this guy who's been coming around school, and he's looking at, you know, young talent to kind of help build a prototype for his new game, and this man's name was Marcus Leto. And uh, some of you may know him as the father of the Master Chief, uh, you know, yeah. Bungie and, and one of those, you know, godfathers of the Halo universe. Anyway, he had left Bungie at that point and uh, was looking to start his own studio. And so he had kind of recruited Joe and Nick to start building a prototype for what would become Disintegration. And so sure. I just happened to be in their orbit. And so, you know, Mark's show around, I got to meet him, we had him on the show, our show at the time, and all that stuff, and um, I ended up doing some VO for one of the characters as the as the initial kind of green light pitch was kind of coming together. Uh, sure. Or not the green light pitch, but the, you know, the initial, like, publisher pitch to try and, like, shop it around. Right. And uh, I did a bunch of, you know, voices and stuff like that. I'm not necessarily a voice actor, but I can... I can flex a little when when prompted or yeah, mild, you the radio mild, face, mildly right? inebriated, right? And <laughs> sure, and uh, uh, he seemed to think that was pretty cool, and we had a good little kind of like you know rapport going. And so I looked at him and I said, "Hey, look, you know, I'm looking to 
my wife's pregnant. We, our first child was on the way. I was finishing school, and I was like, I'm really going to need to start pulling in an income now. You know, four years of <laughs> my wife supporting <laughs> me was only going to, you know, last for so much longer anyway. Sure. So yeah. uh, all that turned into me kind of like asking, I was like, and, and, you know, hey, if you need a producer one day, let me know. Uh, my DigiPen journey was a little different. I tried the engineering route. I tried the design route. And when I was there, I was also kind of like, I was older than like half the professors. And sure. um, yeah. it was me kind of falling into it, really. Yeah. The idea of production and just kind of organizing and tracking and, and keeping people on, on, on you know, motivated and, and on, on task, so to speak. And sure. ultimately, yeah, Marcus, Marcus kind of reached out and said, hey, let's meet up. Uh, so I sent him an email and said, hey, okay, we'll go here. And, and long story short, uh, we met up for coffee and there was a handshake and I was hired at V1 as like employee number five. Um, Hell yeah. So that was the start of the professional career. And I was there from, for five years. I ended up helping them get through Greenlight. And then five years later, we shipped uh, at the kind of onset of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then, yeah, but I mean, yeah, disintegration, man. I, that was a hell of a thing. Um, Super proud of that game. We we took a big yeah. swing on, especially in the first person shooter market, which was, uh, you know, tough to kind of you know tough not to yeah. crack when you're not when you're not uh, big boys. You know what I mean? T- so. Well, it's tough to crack on, and on top of that, it's tough to do anything fucking new in like yeah. Call of Duty, which, I, which we were legitimately doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, for what it's worth, and I, you know, I know people didn't necessarily kind of love that thing, but I, you know, it there was a high bar- barrier of entry. You know, in hindsight, I think and. But sure. I, it was very close to the thing that we pitched, and we absolutely kind of got there. And you know, there were things about it that definitely could have been better. Don't get me wrong, but uh, sure. But you but were I, also yeah, like hella, hella proud of that thing, you know? Yeah, sure. and you should be. You should be. Also, you were one of the few studios that was able to like push something through the gate. In was that was that released in June of 2020? Right. So like three months yeah. after the entire country and most of the world slammed the brakes on everything. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was a wild thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in hindsight, if if we had the resources or could have like, kind of pumped the brakes ourselves and said like, hey, maybe we should push this out or whatever. I don't think we. I mean, looking back now, could we have pushed launch two years or something like that? I mean, is the pandemic even over? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, we just don't care anymore. It, it, it went the way it went, and yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. No, and that's that's the thing about game design, right? Is that like you got to get to a point where you can be proud of the thing you're making, and then. Mm-hmm put it out but the reality is that I, almost every single person i've talked to that is in game design i don't think a single one of them would say i don't need any more time on this <laughs> they're all well, like if i could if i could have three more months or four or five or if i could push a year great but like that's just kind of not how that's not how the that part of the world works this part of the world works it's interesting um, you say that because that's a that's a great segue because after okay. so Disintegration shipped, and yep. uh, V1 hung in there for, for as long as we could, uh, but unfortunately closed uh, about a little less than a year later. Yep. And I was already back on the East Coast at that point working remote, and we were you know trying to get pitches together. Just nothing could come. We were actually doing a really cool co-dev project that I'm probably still under NDA about, but with a sure. really well-known studio, and it just never saw the light of day, unfortunately. But yeah, um, so I had to start looking, and... As many people in the industry know, the East Coast is a little bit more meager when it comes to video game studios, at least in the Northeast. I mean, Boston's got some, New York's got some. Uh, right. But uh, I ended up getting a job at Vicarious Visions, which was coming most recently off of the Tony Hawk remake. 
and remaster, yeah. which is highly successful. I mean, honestly, like if you're going to remake a game, that's the one to do. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, and they're part of that. They're part of that Activision stable, and uh, you know, with Beanox and Toys for Bob and all those other guys. And um, yeah, shout out to VV uh, or what's you know what's now known as I think I'm not sure it's official maybe, but Blizzard Albany, Blizzard East, because they got they got partnered up. They kind of merged with Blizzard. Yeah. And so yeah. I started working on D4, and then they launched the Diablo 2 remake as well, kind of when I was there. And, um, yep. Uh, but managed to keep, you know, stay on the dev side, and then about a year, a little less than a year after that, uh, Private Division, who had published this integration, came knocking and said, hey, we really like working with you. Why don't you come jump on the publishing side and work with us? And so there's the long. Oh. There's the long. <laughs> there's the long there of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing the the move to uh, Vicarious. My brain wanted to say Vivendi, and I was like, "That's not right." So it's the other V word, yeah. uh, Dev Studio. Uh, you got a got a propensity for hanging out in the V Studio. I've and said publishers. the same thing. I feel like I'm the only one that's noticed <laughs> until you just now. But what? Yeah, well done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you like yeah. the V one like to, hang to, out to VV, the... and now I'm Private Division. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I've just got to have a V in there somewhere. You got to make for sure. Whatever reason, yeah. <laughs> um yeah i remember seeing the the um vicarious move uh and seeing diablo um in your i don't know if it was in your bio or you mentioned it and i was like oh shit that's dope good for good for him moving you know place to place because also finding jobs in the industry as studios move and shrink and grow and shrink and grow and how well, especially all during the pandemic works. right like especially what's gonna happen yeah absolutely right um and then and then i saw the private division and i was like oh shit it must have, it must have, like, the way that it, it cracks, it seems, for most sure. people, is that it's about who you know, right? It's about, like, being a good a good person and making friends while you're doing stuff and those friends, you know, bleeding between the studio direct that you're working with or the publisher that's working with the studio or, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I saw I saw uh, the PD update and I was like, oh, I bet that had probably came from some V1 interactions. So yeah, that's dope. I not, no, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I it's it, it. I am very much the example of it is sometimes it's who you know. It's because I knew those guys at school that I got to meet Marcus and I got that job at V1 and and then parlayed that. <clears throat> I mean, I honestly, the getting the VV job was super, like, kind of vindicating. Like, oh, I kind of earned that on my own merits. I didn't know anybody yeah. there. You know what yeah. I mean? And, sure. And I was like, maybe I am supposed to be doing this because, you know, anybody who knows game dev at all, like, it's a, it's a manic thing. You know what I mean? It's the highs are super manic. high and the low are just like, wow, like – yeah somebody just pass me the pistol please you know what i mean that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing and i'm gonna go it, to sleep it, forever it, right because that's better <laughs> yeah and i you know <clears throat> i had a great time working at at vv i really did and i was i was planning on staying there i, I would have been happy to kind of just keep plugging away at diablo 4 and <clears throat> sure. uh, um which is shaping up very nicely by the way despite what, sure. <laughs> what certain news or 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 uh ceos would have you believe but it's coming, yeah. it's coming together very nicely um yeah. that's but exciting I, um i yeah shout out to, to all that crew they're, they're doing a great job I, I michelle uh but um beyond that uh when private division called and and said hey you know it just felt nice to know that again yeah like hey maybe i'm not a you know, maybe i'm halfway decent at this and maybe i've, Dude, I've yeah. a few people the right way do you know what the I mean? number so, of yeah 100 percent. the number of people that work in games uh that all have some degree of imposter syndrome that are all like D am i this i belong here right and then like have to keep reminding themselves like yeah totally i totally do Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, that's like, that never real. really ever goes away. Like, even when exactly. you're on top of it, like, I, yeah. right now, I've only been at Private Division now for, you know, I think going on, like, two months, and I am 
absolutely kind of like, oh, uh, this. I mean, because going from development to publishing is that they're very different things. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm used to being in the weeds every day, like pulling threads on all these you know, yeah. small little tasks and, and dealing with, you know, whole teams and stuff like that on a very granular level. And now that I'm on the publishing side, it's really about me kind of like reining myself in and not necessarily kind of like micromanaging or, you know, really just pressing on uh, sure. know, bugs or tasks or whatever. Now it's just kind of like, how can we help you? This is what yeah. we, here, here's where our resources are. And, but it's also a really great exposure to the business side of things, which is sure. something I, I haven't had a chance. So I, I, I feel like it's been a positive move as far as being, yeah. you know, a little more well-rounded altogether as a producer, not just, you know, from a dev side, but adding that publishing component too. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, the key. It also seems is not just like where you are and who you work with, but like being able to be multifaceted, uh, especially when you're in like non triple a spaces, right? Like, uh, yeah. There's not much of a double A space, I don't think currently. It's growing back. I think. I think it died though for a while, and it's on its way Let back. Let me ask up. you, what is your definition of a double A game? That's a good question. Honestly, I personally don't know if I have a good definition. Or do you have double an example a. of a of a double A game? Let me ask you like that. Um, I think any more that like super giant games are are double A. Um, okay. I know they're very independent as a studio. We call that triple I. <laughs> that's the other that's the other tricky thing is it triple i or is it double a um Labels no yeah fun. i think yeah. yeah they're real fun i think maybe they're probably actually closer to triple i because like they're still unpublished they do their own thing right they don't um well to be fair private division did the uh, the physical copies of hades so and then there's that right like sure the and as physical becomes like less of us as a less of a super concrete uh, metric because yep. digital marketplaces are ubiquitous now. It's um, a good thing, just, in my opinion. No, but yeah. yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, no, I, I remember talking to a couple of people about the fact that there used to be, uh, just back to like talking about AA, there used to be studios that would be more, maybe not even studios, but like publishers that also develop their own games that would have, not churn, because I think there's a lot of negativity tied to that word, but like they'd had this like rotation of putting out something every like 10 to 12 months um, in cycles because they had enough people working there. And you would go in and you would make a couple of licensed games and like kind of get your get your your wits about you mm -hmm. and have the experience and then like go to a, a bigger studio or go start a smaller studio where you had that experience. And I don't know of any studios or or publishers that are really in that same space which is where my my comment about double a kind of on its way back now comes from because i think that if you look at specifically private division or um who's the who's the little publisher that just went public devolver oh yeah um, I mean, you could throw like you know raw fury in there too or raw fury know. team 17 like those yeah, yeah. those publishers i think for sure are starting to rebuild that like hey we're here and we're making small stuff but like we're involved in a lot of it. Confidently in the indie space, right? Yeah. Like not, I mean, whatever the A range is there, obviously it's not. It's probably sure. not going to be AAA. But I mean, you look at something that like, I mean, not to. This is not like a humble brag, but like, and not even, <laughs> even applicable to some degree. But like, disintegration was a, for all intents and purposes, a AAA game with yeah. with a very independent studio. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, thirty-five 100%. person team. Like we don't have three. We didn't have three hundred people team. Yes, we had some outsourced help, but not on the scale that you would see right. for something like a Call of Duty or a, a, a Battlefield or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Sure, one hundred percent. 
but very comfortably those kind of that side living in an indie space like you know letting people kind of retain <clears throat> and in most cases at least from uh what you like to see is people keep their IP. We just help publish. We help kind of finance right. and get things out the door. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a nice, it's, it's, an, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a space worthy of being in. Like it's so easy to get 100%. Kind of wrapped up on, on all this. And, and especially coming from something like Diablo four, which is, I mean, you might argue that's a quadruple a kind of thing. It's so yeah. big and it's so yeah. many people and it's so expensive. And, and, it dominates news cycles. It dominates, you know, people's wallets. It, it's all of that. Yeah. And I think yeah. having having these smaller offerings, you know, um, and yeah. making sure that that stuff can still get made, especially these days, especially as we see everybody gobbling each other up. I think it's really interesting, right? Like where right. there are still avenues if you if you if you have the chutzpah, if you have the kind of know how and the and the delivery. Uh, you can still get cool little things made, and that's one hundred percent. It's exciting yeah. to be there right now and kind of looking at what's happening there. So yeah, no, that's dope. That's definitely that's definitely like my favorite part of games is that specifically. Like, yeah. if you look at uh, my, I mean, I'm not uh, a hugely prolific um, writer in any way. Uh, in any way, I don't even know why I started a sentence like that. But the I games that Batman I review, I caught it. <laughs> oh, dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I hope yeah. it was at least a little entertaining. Yeah, Don't read my Morbius review. I mean, do. <laughs> I hated that movie. But I appreciate like... that. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't been to a theater since before the pandemic. I I will say this. And, and as a critic, like I, as a self-prescribed critic, yeah. I think here's, I, I, like I said, I hit 40. I'm in, I'm in a place in my life. And I actually ended up like getting myself <laughs> into trouble in my interview process at private division because i was like sure. they're like what games don't you like to play and i was like you know what i don't have any interest on dunking on shit right now i don't yeah it's not for me it's not for me but i'm not gonna yep. like go out of my way to dunk on shit like there's no it's yep. life's too fucking short i yeah I, we i've been i've made enough or worked on enough things that get made and put out at this point in my career that like i know what goes into that shit whether it's a movie or it's a video game or whatever i was yeah. like nobody nobody needs to hear me fucking get mad at them 100 percent, dude 100 <laughs> percent. I mean? that's why i said don't read it like the, the, <laughs> it's a little bit of both of, it's a little bit of a couple of things like yeah one i have friends that like constantly don't like things and i'm like going to see fast nine and i'm like you know what it was great was it like tasty garbage yes but i it was still tasty and like <laughs> I'm here. not going to produce that movie, but somebody will. Do you know what I mean? But somebody will, and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. And so, like, being super negative about a thing felt weird, but also, I don't know what it was. I was, I was in my feelings about it. I like went in and had a had a lot of fun being, I think, funny about how bad it was. But what I will, what I noticed, and the reason why I won't do it again, which like the the learning curves you get in writing are pretty, I think, pretty slow curves. Like sure. Ephesus is almost 46 miles an hour off the mound. Uh, it takes a minute to get it. Um, <laughs> this reference. one was, well done. this one, this, <laughs> thank you. This one was quick as shit because I posted it. Um, and the, I got so many more comments on an, uh, on a review. I wrote of something that I hated than like the 2000 words I wrote about Batman and his, like how he's evolved through how time how, yeah and yeah dug into why you liked it yeah I'm with yeah like no one commented on that everyone commented on morbius and they were like oh drag him and i realized like oh the internet the internet loves it negativity feeds it yeah. feeds on that shit and that's when yeah. i was like oh this is why i don't write negatively about things so you know it's it's it was interesting to like i had that thought in my brain 
And then like to actually see it play out in front of me was like, oh, cool. I was right about a thing. This is why I don't do this because nah, it, I don't you. like that. Um, That's but you won't find many episodes of our old podcast on the net anymore because there's plenty of bad takes in there. Sure, sure. Um, but no, what I was going to say initially before getting into how I learned not to be an asshole, um, most of the games that I play and interact with are smaller because I think that like in a lot of ways they have more freedom to do, I don't want to say interesting things, right? Cause like the people making call of duty are doing interesting things. Absolutely. Um, but the things that I like care deeply about, uh, like, like narrative and way different ways that you can engage with stuff. I see coming out of smaller things like. This week, I have been, both while I'm playing and while I am not, uh, even last night when I was fucking dreaming, thinking about Citizen Sleeper, like, that game is incredible. Check it out. I'm still it's knee-deep so in Elden Ring right now, but I have, I'm, my, sure, game pass, sure. my Game Pass queue is, like, building, and I'm like, I Yeah, they keep putting out good shit, game, and so it's like, guys, on. fucking <laughs> calm down. Yeah. I love Game Pass, but what, has done, what it has done to my backlog is nothing short of criminal. Um, yeah. But yeah, the small stuff fucking gets me like sable last year incredible um wildermyth a little like pen and papery tactics rpg game fucking great i find i find myself playing that small stuff so seeing places like private division that are willing to um you know take risks on smaller things to yeah. believe in smaller things to help them happen that shit's dope and i think that shit's really important um how many things has raw fury and fucking devolver put out that have been like oh shit this rules like ninja what was that game katana zero oh my god katana i remember i saw i remember actually tweeting out once upon a time like i was picking up switch games cause, to go on a flight and you would recommend that to me and i ended up playing the crap out of that that's very the good game, game fucking rules enter yeah the, enter the gungeon remains one of my top three all time 100 percent. i have come so close to installing that but not been sure and now i think i am <laughs> i've never heard i've never had anybody who played it talk to me it's a little roguelike it's a little roguelite uh and it it's very just it's i'll i mean if you know, you know. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Okay. Trust me. Okay. I'll just do it. I'll trust and you. Ju and just go. Like if you like a little bullet hell, but if imagine a bullet hell with like a million different guns and a baller soundtrack from Dose One and okay, like I mean, it's mm, mm. all right. I, all right. Bury, bury me with that game. Hundred <laughs> percent. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. One hundred percent. So, what kind of games do you do you uh, play the most? Right. Like. You did say so, you were playing Elden Ring, but I do think that that is a cultural anomaly right now. Well, everybody is, or every, I feel like everybody else has finished it. I'm still the one guy who's like walking around I, in the, uh, in the, in don't the feel bad. of the Giants or whatever. Like, I'm almost, I can, I'm, am I almost there? I don't know. And then I, you get open up a whole other <laughs> section and it's like, fuck, you know what I mean? Fuck um, me. Yeah. Don't feel bad. I haven't started it yet, which oh, generally means I, I won't. I'm excited for you, man. Oh, dude, no, no, you should, because it's good. It's I, it, okay. You're, I'm okay. not going to say anything to you that hasn't been already been said about about an Elden Ring, but it's worth your time. All right. Um, what do you find uh, yourself uh, digging into more stuff often that I, than not? It was smaller stuff before that. It was I was, yeah. I was loving unpacking. I played that in an afternoon. I thought that was oh my god. Every game's... award it got, I I can't so believe good. they did some, that kind of thing with that kind of mechanic and made it so nice and so. And they record outside like side of my experience, but also completely relatable. Yeah, didn't they record you know like fourteen thousand foley sounds or something ridiculous I, like that? I would, I, I'm not sure. I have no idea. I, I didn't even look into the dev thing. I just, like, I picked that up. I pulled it off a of Game Pass. I was like, I'd, I'd heard a couple things about it, that it was a nice snack. You could play it in, like, four to six hours. And I was like, that sounds perfect. Because, you yep. know, I got kids. 
You know what I mean? I, yeah. I can't playing a thing like Elden Ring or like Red Dead Redemption Two these days is it takes dedication. Oh, it's crazy! Like, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like yeah. it's, it's rare that I mean I I probably won't even touch like Horizon Forbidden West because it's just too big. Like I can't do yeah. that right after Elden Ring. I'm not going to do it. And I'm sure right. the game is amazing. And and shout out to Gorilla, but what you know, it's, it's an anomaly. <laughs> but but I wanted so to, I, I played yeah. that. I played a little Moon Glow Bay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I would supplement with a little MLB the Show. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. that's that's me. I oh my god! My, we I have to play an MLB like the Show game with each other now. Oh, I'm down, dude. Hit me up. That's oh. my that's my like comfort food game. Like if I don't know what to play, and I'm like, what the fuck do yes. I do? I just hop into franchise mode and play a season, play it's, play a game in my season. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I last year on 21, dude. I think I I had like eight or nine back to back seasons, like with the same character. Like I was, yeah, I was <laughs> amazing. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like I'll I'll probably grab NBA. Like I love the occasional sports game just because it's so it's such a known quantity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I'll and I'll and I'll I'll drop on something like uh, I mean you were talking about Citizen Sleeper. That's definitely on my list. Um, I do. I feel like Elden Ring has eclipsed my entire. Like I'm watching streams, like you know, or like you know, videos <laughs> of Elden Ring while I'm working these days. That's yeah, how yeah, like yeah. deep I am. Like I, I know I'm putting the time in, so I'm like I'm not I'm not trying to like find every item or 100 percent it or sure. like platinum or anything like that. But I want to be like I'm gonna get as much as I possibly can out of this because as soon as I beat it, I'm never coming back to it. <laughs> never, never. Yeah. Or, I, or, or in like five years when I've forgotten all about it. You know what I mean? And yeah, I did the same thing with. Like, I did the same thing with Valhalla. Like I played, I put like 115 hours into Valhalla, and like three DLC have come out since then. And I've been like, it took my entire life for a month. Like I, I, I don't want to go back because I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, need, yeah I can't I'm, do that again. <laughs> I burned through it. I'm done. I think that's it. My sponsor says, uh, "Yeah, it's it right." No, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And also, I'm like, I'm like, I gotta write about games, so I can't stick around in one for too long. And so I try to move around, but then like. I get into that like, oh, my backlog's huge. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna play, and so then me and my friends will just like consistently play Rocket League or Battlefield Five, like every night for a week. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to like be playing through things, and now I'm a week <laughs> further behind. This rules. <laughs> I I'll tell you how far behind I am. Really, like I so I have I've had no interest in trying to grab Gen Nine consoles. I, I haven't. I don't. I don't own a PS Five. I don't own sure. Xbox Series X. I have the top tier from Gen 8. I got the PS4 Pro, and I have the Xbox Series X. You know what I mean? No problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have dev kits, so I can see, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> the listener, I'm holding up a PS5 controller. Anyway, uh, but I, I just, like, there's not everything that I can do there, except for a very small niche margin, like what? Demon's Souls Remaster and Returnal? And, and maybe in a couple of yeah. things, but I can still yeah. play Miles Morales on my PS4 Pro, and and I'll, yeah. I'll and it I still looks great. It extra, and it does, it plays fine. And I can when I you know if I get the upgrade version, upgrade for free version, and when the time comes, I'll yeah. have it there too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. Xbox said like when the new when the new gen came out, they were like nothing, um, nothing new will be Series X exclusive for like the first year or longer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh, all my friends were like, I can't get one. I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, you'll be fine. Um, I'm, no, I'm no pro, and I'm, this is not, like, inside knowledge by any, any stretch of the imagination, the pure conjecture. But I feel like that's why you see these arguments on Twitter or whatever. It's like, where are all the Xbox exclusives? I'm like, they're not coming because they're still, like, we're still in that transitionary phase. You know what I mean? Right, 100%. Gonna, I, 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 
I bet you we're going to see some real interesting things at their yeah at, at the at the pseudo non E three event with Bethesda hundred percent yeah they're uh, we we three if we did we it's just us three right it's, it's just my Microsoft three as long as it's not Web three we're good God damn it yes <laughs> <laughs> I invited that and you absolutely clutched up and and took care of it for me so I appreciate that uh, <laughs> just do, do my part you know just doing your job. Uh, I love that, like, Microsoft, like, E3, uh, first of all, I love that Jeff Keighley, like, accidentally killed E3. Uh, and now I don't just remember kinda... that being accidental. I mean, my man, I feel no, like he took absolute credit not... for it. Like, within minutes no, did you of see that the thing announced, he... he was like, yeah. <laughs> did you see the thing from this year? When no. E3 canceled again from, they were going to do, like, an online only because of the, of the Delta variant. And they announced that in, like, January. And we were like, <laughs> no, you're just not doing it. Just say you're right. not doing it. But when they announced that they weren't going to do it at all this year, like an hour before the announcement, Jeff Keighley tweeted only a winky face emoticon. Yeah. And everyone oh, yeah, was like, yeah, and yeah, everyone was like yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then that exactly came out. He, he, knew, yeah. he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> um, but I love that Microsoft's like, yeah, E3's dead, but we're going to still do our show in the place we did our show at E3 at the time that we did our show at E3. I uh, think. Because, by the way, it's our theater. Handful, hand, well, that. I mean that helps, right? But also, yeah. I mean, this has been the move for years. Now. Yeah, people do yeah. like the larger the larger outlets doing the, or you know platforms and and publishers doing their own showcases and getting off the yeah. floor or having yeah. a minimized floor presence and and doing. Well, the their... floor is also so fucking expensive, and it, on top well, of it, like having a booth, like you got to send people and you got to send resources and marketing material it's, and fa- it's like very all that very shit. expensive to do, and it and and. There's been changes, I would say, even in the past ten years, like opening up to a public, for better or for worse. I'm happy for those yeah. people that got to go and see it like that. But like I remember being, you know, I was a student at Digiband. I got to like I think I got to go for free one year. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that and then it was literally gone the next year. But there's there's been sure. these incremental changes. Not to be you know get off my lawn old or about it or anything, but like there's been these <laughs> changes that have just kind of <clears throat> hasn't necessarily made it better. It's it's been trying to right. figure out what it is for a little while, and I'm not sure it's done that yet. But and yeah. it's hard, to, but it's also extremely hard to do that in an industry that's constantly evolving the way it is. So yeah, especially in the direction that it's evolving, right? It's evolving yeah. in a more you can do this from anywhere kind of way, and doing exactly. anything from anywhere means that like it's going to be harder and harder to limit it down to 100%. a single single location. I personally love the fact. It's, I think it ties the same way that the stuff that small publishers do for games. I think that that the digital events tie the same way because you're seeing people like. Um, how have I forgotten their name three times? This conversation, Devolver. They had their show, by the way, is the most fucking unhinged, incredible it's, shit I've ever seen. It's in my legitimately life. the only one I watch front to back because, especially the past couple of years with the the actress that they've gotten to be like the CEO yep. that comes. Oh my! She's God. incredible. It's incredible. I love it so much. It's it's pure <laughs> entertainment, and I just people yeah. that are still willing to kind of be that punk rock about it is is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. There are very few people I would openly invite to hit me in the face. She's one of them. <laughs> just, just punch me in the jaw. I, She's I the lady uh, Demetriscu of, of, yeah, of, exactly. of E3 presenters. Yeah, fair yes, enough. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's a tweet right there. there um, yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I think you're right. Like, this year there's a, a lot of potential for actually seeing, I don't want to say for the first time, because we've probably seen some stuff that we didn't know quite yet was was next gen next gen but i think this year's a good this summer's gonna be a good time to see the first glimpse at like 
what it looks like to develop for ninth gen hardware without the limitation of also building for eighth gen compatibility. Um, I, that that that, that overlap is going to exist, but we're going to start like you're implying is yeah. you're going to start to see that kind of they're starting to see shift. the distance. The, the Venn diagram is going to separate, right? And and I think right. I think you're right. I think what, this summer is absolutely going to be indicative of that, 100. percent Yeah, yeah, 100. percent And I, you know, I'm excited, but also I love that like where we are now, you can own a plethora of systems and still be perfectly. Uh, positioned to have a good time playing a ton of shit. Oh, it's like, just, thank thank it's goodness good. there are the platforms that there are. Like, I'm not primarily yeah. primarily like a PC player. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I can't tell you the last time I picked up my Switch. But if I start traveling for work and whatnot, again, I'm gonna be sure as hell glad I own one. You know what I mean? Um, right. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation, they all have they all have plenty of real estate in my yeah. in my you know you know TV area yeah but entertainment centers there you go that's good thank you uh, I, haven't, I haven't used that word in a long time i just gonna say, put, i, I was just gonna say etage air but i feel like that's far too holy shit you should have said that <laughs> <laughs> incredible um, the, uh, it's the after hours show we gotta we gotta raise the stakes with big you know that's with big words yeah. shot absolutely uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean i look I, it's it's not on it's it's not boring, uh, you know what I mean, and, and I think that's yeah. what keeps it interesting, and, and 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 certainly why I'm excited about it. You know what I mean? It's it's cool being a dad that gets to tell his kids that are old enough to understand. You know, uh, oh, hey dad, what are you like? What are you working on? Like my son wears a Diablo hat around a school still. You know what I mean? Sick. I'm sure there's some yeah. teachers at a public, uh, you know, the local public school that are like, what's that all about? You know, <laughs> but <laughs> is that time, uh, so, like, is yeah. that the devil? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly that kind of thing. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, but I, it's him and his friends know what's up. You know what I mean? So, sure. I mean, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's still exciting. And it, not to, to put a too fine a point on it, but the whole E3 thing, like, it'll be sad if, if those expos and, and in-person events do go all right. the way. Because yeah. having yeah. gotten to experience it or have, like, young fans coming on to it, like, it's important that that stuff still kind of has a place. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. build a community, also, meet new people, meet, meet, your, meet your friends that back. you play with online for the first time yeah. in real life, like, make that happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I, to, the saddest thing about, like, E3 2020 being canceled and since then not really being fully a thing is 2020 was the first year that my website, uh, that's largely, for a long time, was just me, um, but, like, now me and the guys that do my, uh, the other podcasts with me. The nerdy the bit first stuff. Time, the nerdy bit stuff, yeah. yeah. The first time that... Uh, we got press credentials. Mm -hmm. Like, we were going to take a full-ass trip to L.A., mm -hmm. and then it got canceled. It was like, fuck. And then we were like, maybe next year. And then online only, and it was like, fuck. <laughs> and so now when it, then it's canceled, it's like, damn, like, we got... I want to get those back for the reasons you're saying, because, like, I want to go to the FIG in L.A. on night, you know, two, three, and four of E3 and spend entirely too much money to buy drinks and just sit next to and eventually talk to... Yes. The people that I want to hang out with, the people that the I want network. to meet. Yeah, meet yeah, yeah. Me, people you interviewed, meet, talk, talk to other industry people, just like say what's up. Because again, right. like I, I, I am that person 100% who, as a self prescribed extra, uh, extrovert, like it is a lot, especially if you're trying to get an industry or if you're trying to, like, for anybody, not necessarily you, but like anybody who's out there trying to do it, like it's about meeting people and it's about yep. building that rapport. It's about learning, you know how to talk to folks, how to, how to have those conversations and, and then backing it up with some, with some know-how and talent. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 100%. 100%.
100 percent having those There's... opportunities to do it is important you know yeah so. yeah uh, I'm going to make a small interjection on our show. Please. There was a popped up bunt just now with runners on first and second, and our pitcher was smart enough to, as it was getting to his glove, drop it and get the outs at third and second instead of just taking the single out, and that shit rules because the umpire didn't call him field twice. That's hard-nosed heads-up <laughs> baseball right there. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's some good shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly, in a way, um, back to games, what this podcast is, right? Like, I... Because the opportunity for face-to-face interactions kind of dwindled, um, yeah. podcasting and interacting with uh, devs like yourself and 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 just fucking hanging out uh, is my way of being like, yo, like you're cool. I think I'm cool. Tell me if I'm cool. <laughs> Let's hang out and just fucking talk <laughs> Caleb, about you're games. Cool, dude. Don't worry, you're good, man. Oh, you're good. Shit. Solid, solid as a rock, I, my man. No worries. I, no, I I, I, I hear you. That's why we started the podcast back in the day too, because it was sure. Like, we were buried in schoolwork. Digipen is notorious for their course load as well as having game projects on top of it. You can go watch Jim Sterling's video about it or uh, whatever. I'm sorry. Anybody. Jim. Yeah, exactly. There's commentary out there. But mm-hmm. I, um, uh, we did it as a way to blow off steam. It was, a, it was an excuse to get together, drink beers, right. turn on a mic, and see what came out of it. And it, we didn't find our format until like a good 75 episodes in. You know what I mean? It was just sure. shooting the shit. But we had people that were willing to go like just cold call email folks and be like hey we're doing this yeah. thing it was topical which which is why a lot of it doesn't exist anymore because we would take news articles from like kotaku or ign sure. Shack news whatever it was and just be like hey like instead of us grilling you about how to get into the industry or what you're working on and that you can't talk about anyway just talk about this shit that's happening chime, chime in on what's happening in your yeah, industry, sure and, sure and we'll kind of you know help you with it and then we would we did this wild thing where Every episode, we would open it with a like a cold open, essentially of us doing like a, a scene from a movie, like reciting the dialogue, but then slipping <laughs> in the title of the show. And so we would do movies and have all this stuff. So like, there's a, there's an episode That's of like me and, and Cliffy B doing like Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? Like the voices at yeah. each other. Yeah. Just like wild shit. You know what I mean? Like That's it, incredible. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I, but like, but that was it. To your point, like it was really just like I want to talk to folks. I want to like, I'm putting my 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 virtual business card down. You know what right. I mean? I mean, it's probably gonna get thrown in the trash, but now there's a record of that meeting, and people can go check sure. it out. You know well, then, like, and and as much as it might quote get thrown in the trash, like we yeah. did start this call, and I did go. I don't know if you remember, but we talked once, and you were like, "No, I oh, totally yeah. do." I like that shit does stick with people. I went to yeah. the the, the uh, game awards in December, nice, um, really, oh, cool. which fucking ruled, uh, and like, there's a ton of people there that I was like, "Oh my god, that's Reggie Fisume. Oh my god, that's fucking." Pete Hines. Oh my God. That's like just seeing tons of people and me trying to be like, not cool. What's the word? Like trying to be as chill as possible. I'll see them and I'll just wave. I'm not going to walk up and be like, Oh my God, I love your shit. But there was a moment where Kiki Wolfkill, who's like in charge of like all the transmedia development for the Halo franchise. And like the sh- yep. yeah, yeah. And help the show come to life. They did a thing in 2019 where they traveled around the country and did an expo that like built out a conference center that made Halo. It made me feel like you're at a Halo museum. Yeah. We went to the one. I went to the one in Chicago with my grandmother because we do. We did a podcast about Halo. Um, That's dope. And fucking like Marcus Le- Marcus Leto was at that one actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I um, remember. I was working and he was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, guys, I got to go to Chicago for a couple of days. They're doing a Halo thing. I'm like, all right, have a good trip. Uh, dope. <laughs> see, see when you get back to the office. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's cool as shit. Um, 
but no like we met kiki there and then like i went on a smoke break at the game awards like walking out of the hyatt bar and turned like i she went caleb from a distance and i turned around and i was like there's no chance in hell you remember who i am but like that's that's why you network in the industry. That's why you meet that's people. That's why you talk to people. You, All that shit. You leave an impression if it's halfway positive, like or just even just like a good joke or whatever. Like, sure, it, it right? Go, it go. It goes miles, man. It really does. And I look. I, like I said, like you know, when we had talked in you know previously, like I didn't forget. So when you like, I know, and you and I have been following each other kind of like off and on on yeah. Twitter, like you know, chi- like chirping at each other once in a while. And I didn't even know if you remember talking to me or whatever. You don't know I even mean? know who the fuck I yeah. was. But I, <laughs> right, I was like, sure. I remember this kid. I'm going to, I'll, 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 you know, engage. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, I just happen to also agree with a lot of your takes, frankly. But, uh, <laughs> that's good to know. But, but glad, at the same time, I, glad some people it, agree with me. <laughs> but that door was opened, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's, that's, that's how that shit happens. It's, yeah. 100%. People just got to capitalize. You know what I mean? Like, take the plunge. Now, now you got to promise yourself that next time you go to a game awards or you, or you end up in an in, industry event, be like, you know what? I'm going to do it three times, and that's it. If I see somebody that I wanted to interact with, I am going to walk up this time and, and shake a hand and say, hey, right. I want to say, like, thanks so much for everything you do. Like, I had this moment with uh, Damn, with Tim that's Schaefer. really fucking, that's Tim really good Schaefer, advice. I was, <laughs> the last time I went to E3, me and the same guys that I worked with at V1 and did the podcast sure. with, we had just started at V1. And it was one of the last E3s that I think I was like, maybe the last one I ever went to, but we were down there. We were rocking our V1 shirts, like feeling ourselves. Cause like, Oh shit. First industry yeah. job. Like what? Like we're here for free. Cause I'm we wearing staff in merch at E3. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. absolutely into our, like high on our own supply big time. Yeah. And like, we were just like, we were walking the floor and doing our thing, but we spent half the time at, at, at the, at the bar next door, you know what I mean? At the LA convention center. And right. So we would be, you know, like walk the floor for an hour, go have a beer, walk the floor for an hour, go have, like we got our steps in for sure. But by the like mid afternoon, we were a little sauced. You know what I mean? For sure. (laughs) And we were walking up to some talk or some booth or something. And all of a sudden Tim Schaefer's right there. And I did, I was like, I walked over to him. I was like, I, and I, and I completely froze. I was like, I was like, open your mouth and went, fuck, fuck, thank, fuck. thanks for the video games. And I like beat red, just absolutely <laughs> like, like stumbling all over myself. I was like, do you mind if, f- f- if I get a picture? And like, you know, I'm standing there like uh, in my V1 shirt and Tim, Sha- Tim Schaaf is just like, whatever, kid. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I completely blanked. I was like, couldn't remember the name Double Fine. Couldn't remember the name any of, of, of any of the games. It was, it was a total wash. It was but like, at least I, like, but at least I took the plunge and I got the picture. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. I, I mean, I get hired at Double Fine anytime soon. But you know what I mean, like. But if, but there's also the chance that like the next time you go, yeah, three hands. I'm gonna shake three hands this time and say something positive. That's it. Say yeah. thanks or whatever. Give you know yourself I mean? a give me give myself a little requirement, like three That's times, it. boom. We did so the our, dance our, guard and then go get trashed. It's good, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, our uh, our claim to fame. My uncle and I who went to the game awards, not claim to fame, but our stamp on it because we were standing there like we're not gonna. These people all know each other. Uh, was running into Kiki and then like immediately after running into Rahu Kohli, uh, oh, who's an wow. Ad. Yeah, and he came and out. And, show of the year, twenty twenty one. Oh my god, such a good show. He came out and was pointing at me, and I was like what the fuck so i pointed back at him and he was like and i i don't know this person at all he doesn't know me at all 
I was like, what's up? You're Rahu Kohli. And he was like, I am. And then he was like, can I bum a cigarette? And I was like, yes. And then we just like sat, fucking sat there and hung out. And I was like, I mean, I smoke my whole life, but I'll have him with me for that shit. hundred thousand percent. <laughs> Without a doubt. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Honestly, and people, people, people don't know. I did this at DigiPen. I was a smoker, too. And at DigiPen, like, I would just step out into the smoking gallery, and there was that same cadre of, of students and teachers out there yep. just, you know, busting yep. down. And absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, like, those conversations, that know-how, that little chit-chat or that gossip, whatever it was, it all feeds the beast, ultimately. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's – and look, look at you, hanging out with the sheriff. You know what I mean? Come on. It was know? cool as shit. He told me about the the – the House of Usher, the fall of the House of Usher, the next show he's doing, yeah, man. like two Flanagan, days before dude. it was announced. Yeah, and I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, you work with Flanagan again? He was like, yes. Mark Hamill. Like, can you tell me? He was like, can you tell me what it is? And he was like, yes. And then just told me. And I was like, is this announced? And he was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, dope. I won't say shit. <laughs> that was, that's worth a cigarette. Yeah. Just saying. That's worth yeah. a cigarette right there. Yeah. Hell I'm yeah, in dude. LA. I'm paying $18 for a pack of cigarettes. This was oh, well and they, worth it. And they that. hate that shit in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It felt like there was a little bit of a faux pas that he asked. And I think he was even like, sorry, I'm asking. I'm like, but I got him. So, like, it's not, it's fine, bro. Let's no, talk. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. That's a good one. What's your, I'm, I'm jumping train tracks hard, yeah, hard, hard and fast. You've been all over the place. East, west, south. Mm-hmm. Not south. Have you been in the south? Uh, I've been to every like, single state in the United States except for Alaska. I'll say that. I've traveled oh, or been or All visited right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Gone through about in around. Um, there's 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 pizza everywhere, Joe. Yeah. But where's the pizza the best? I mean, I think you can you could do worse than New York, specifically the city. But I think there's something to be said. These <laughs> days. Hold on, where could you do worse? What's a pizza that absolutely doesn't Look, hold up? I am a firm believer that <laughs> even even the shitty Elio's like, uh, you know put it in the oven no matter what you know in the in the wilds of north dakota you can get one of those and have a <laughs> yeah. decent pizza experience you know what i mean that's yeah, true it's true also like um, let's knock down those barriers the pizza has to be great it just has to be pizza bad pizza is still pizza and it's pizza still pizza it's by definition good so miss me with those arguments of like you know what i mean <laughs> yes like, like, miss oh, me with that bullshit fucking, like do i love <laughs> chicago deep dish yes i do do i love like brooklyn thin and and a little bit crispy from you know Places like Defaro's or uh, you know uh, Lucali, absolutely, yeah, the best. I love like New York pizza is top tier, no doubt. But there's some spots in, in in Connecticut that people should check out. If you watch, if you're like a religious watcher of like co- good cooking shows, any yep. of the David Chang stuff, you know what I mean? Like he'll yeah he'll put you down, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. keep an eye out for that stuff. Like yeah, but but the Northeast, you know, borderline into, into New England, you can. That's that's the pizza pizza rules here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, but if you want you want good good crab like Dunganus crab, yeah. you can go to you can go to Baltimore for good East Coast crab. But like go to go to Seattle, like go eat Dunganus crab. Go get those those Washington cherries. You know what I mean? All of that. You know. Sure. sure. Um, I think my best California food experience was a San Francisco. I've only been to San Francisco once. Um. I have feelings about San Francisco, but we'll leave it because yeah. we don't. We don't San Francisco shit around here. No, San Francisco is a beast, though, and I, I there's yeah. a, there's there's a bunch of bad shit to do in San Francisco, and, and it's worth doing once for sure. Uh, if you're not from there anyway, but I I lived just outside of San Francisco for the first five years of my life, so oh, no I shit. can okay. say I've been there, but 
I was yeah. young and I, I don't remember that shit. But when I could tell people like, yeah, I used to live right outside of San Francisco, and they're like, that's cool. I, I don't tell still, them when. It's in you, man. It's in you. You can still yeah. take some credit for it. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I mean, people used to assume I was a stoner just by talking to me. So I just say I got that from California. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I I went to a restaurant in, in San Francisco called Kokari, and I had some of the best leg of lamb on risotto that I've ever had in my life. We didn't have a reservation. This place was clearly busy on a Friday night, and my wife just walked in, and I walked in. They were like, look, if you want to sit at the bar, fine. If they're doing dinner service, it's up to them. And, and like, we're walking, you know, the the dining chairs were like stuffed leather, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, what have we just done to ourselves? (laughs) But, of course, at that time, I was a bartender. We got in good with the bartender. I got, we got dinner service. We, you know, we were buying drinks for them. They were buying drinks for us. It was one of the best meals I ever had in my life, so. Yeah, that rules. That rules. Um, Are you a sushi fan? Uh, absolutely okay sushi coast to coast who does it like because like here's the thing i'm a huge sushi fan i've got a i've got a friend from thailand who owns a, a japanese like uh ramen and sushi place in st louis that like i will go to bat for no matter what no matter where okay. i am it's my place okay. but it's also because it's my people um but like i think one of my best california food experiences was in la actually yeah. in december because uh, while we were getting ready for the Game Awards, Rami Ismail, mm-hmm. um, who's big name in indie games, like we'd done a podcast. I'm That's familiar. actually the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's the first guy I got on this podcast as a guest and started then doing guests because like he followed me in 2020 for some reason. And I was <laughs> nice. like, That's wicked. But then I was like, Don't message him right away because that would seem desperate. <laughs> so I let it sit. I let it sit. I let it sit like almost a whole year. And I made sure I, like, commented on some posts to make sure he knew I was interacting, whatever. And then I reached out one day. I was like, do you want to do a podcast? And he was like, yeah, duh. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Super worried. He was like, yeah, duh. I was like, all right. Uh, so we got a chance to meet up in, in L.A. I went to a sushi place called Sugarfish that, like, oh, man. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, So the menu is not a chain. Is it, is it a single location? Or uh, there's a couple locations. Okay. I don't think it's okay. technically a chain, but it's it's, but it's a it's, it's like a, a local, sm- But they've got a, a franchise or two here. Yeah, yeah they've yeah, got like that. one in a couple other cities in California, and I think that's it. Got but they're, the way their menu's built, it's built around like the. Of course, you can order a la carte or like specific sushi rolls or specific sashimi, but they have like three different levels. That's essentially like fuck it, let the chef do it. Uh, and you There's can work for that, and I, I it escaped. Omakaze, thank you. Omakaze, yep. yeah. Uh, they didn't use omakaze there, it was like, I don't care, or something like that. It was they were really like low key chill about it. It was like, if you don't, <laughs> you just want to do it, but in, in a good way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the best possible way that you nice. can do that. Uh, and so yeah, we went and got like the $50 version, and oh, and then Rami spent the next like 20 minutes talking about how it's very specific, how people from like the Middle East talk about how they're going to pay the bill and how people oh, from like Japan yeah. I, talk about how they're going to pay like I've the seen bill. Him, him and Osama Doris like go back yep. and forth. The Habibi's crew like talk about this very 100%. Specific thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he brought that up and I was like, are you doing this? Is this, are we doing this? And he was like, I'll leave that up to you. And I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> how, how do I figure out how to do this? That's he was cool extremely. But on that argument, he like, he's like, it's already happening. Yeah. It's already happening. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> He was very graceful about it, though. It ended up being really good. Um, That's awesome. Also, fun fact: I have completed my punch card for the Habibis. I've had oh, all three of them. I, I, I know you. Saw, I saw Osama and and Rami on there, and I, I yeah. didn't see the third. Right on. That's awesome. it's good shit. It's good shit. They're cool people. Um, they seem like it. I yeah, feel like they'd be a good hang, a good chat. Yeah, you know what I mean? A good chat, one hundred percent. And they love That's talking right. about food. 
So sushi, around yeah. the around the world, where's the best? Where have you had sushi and been like, you know what? This Man. this puts it this puts it one step up because like it's still New York. I gotta be honest. Still, I, it's yeah. still New York. I, here's the thing. I had good sushi on, on the West Coast, no doubt. And I, sure. there's probably better sushi on the West Coast. I just didn't eat it. My sure. primary sushi ex- experience has been on the East Coast. Now, that being said, I will say, not to not that they're the same thing at all, but I feel like ramen is in this a very similar category. Yep, it is. West, Co- West Coast ramen still trumps East Coast. East ramen. Coast. Okay. As far as okay. I'm, based on my experience, and I've, I've eaten a good amount, and I, before we had kids, my wife and I's whole thing was like, let's go find a new restaurant, something you know, fairly Dude, nice, and go. Check then you have, and I then mean, you so. have kids, and you're like, where oh, were the four? Who are our I four just, favorite I places? Through the mail now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I pinch hit for dinner tonight, and went and got fucking McDonald's, and was like, you know what? Yeah. I am on the way home, and we didn't go grocery shopping because Mother's Day was Sunday. And we, so and we got fuck out it. probably. For less than like 30 40 bucks you know what i mean exactly Absolutely. exactly yeah, 100%. i was like i'll just buy a bunch of chicken nuggets and y'all can eat them over the next three days whenever you're hungry <laughs> it's fine <laughs> sometimes absolutely. sometimes you get to call in the scrubs uh it's nah, nothing wrong with it absolutely i mean that, that's it's, it's the coors banquet of good meals yeah precisely you know precisely i'm trying to think yeah. oh you know what i did food wise so I, i'm not a huge cook but i've been trying to take a couple dishes and take them as far as i can Sure. And I went down the Joshua Weissman rabbit hole recently. I don't know if you okay. know who Joshua Weissman is. He's a yeah ex uh, Austin chef. He's on Instagram. He's on YouTube, and he's he's the kind of right. guy. He, I think he got famous for being like, "I'm going to take a fast food meal, but make it at home and make it better." That was his yeah. whole kind of claim to yeah. fame. And he had a. I think he's got a cookbook out now and, and did fairly well. But he did some video for for Gao Bao, which are like the sticky buns, but they're more like a taco instead of like the. Yeah full enclosed buns and right i've been cooking those and that shit takes forever but it's (laughs) yeah fucking delicious uh i don't do pork belly i we do like a chinese style pork chop and i'll just thin slice it i do i I pickle the the carrots and the daikon chop up scallions and then i'll make like a little just like a savory kind of fish sauce with like almost like a general sauce you know what i mean yeah sure Tangy, but like very salty. A little bit and, of spicy, and, yeah, salty, sure. Umami to, to invoke hey. a, a forbidden <laughs> word. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could feel the ghost of Anthony Bourdain punching me in the face right now. But uh, yeah, yeah, you can but, only say umami if you're drunk. Right. If you're <laughs> uh, not yet, but we'll see how far along this goes. Uh, my, my, um, but I, they come out great. I made it for my wife for Mother's Day, and I, I, it's my third or fourth take on it so far, and I'm finally getting like it down. You know what I mean? But Isn't that such a dope feeling? Like <sighs> trying something once and being like, that tasted good, but I know I could do better. And then yeah. like after the third or fourth iteration, being like, oh, shit, and I've got like my a, own it's tricks. Like a, it's legit like a six-hour dish. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. Like like the dough's got to set. Like you got to do the whole thing, like marinate the, the, the pork. But like – it was enough for me to come back to it more than once yep. to be like, I'm going to, and, and, and the results were good enough for my wife was like, I want this for mother's day. You're going to make me this. That's the key, right? The key is when well, shit. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the key, because the difficult dishes, if it's really hard and like people just thought it was okay, you won't make it again because yeah. they won't ask. But if you well, do it well, you might not, you might be like, I'm done with that much. Like you will be done with Elden ring when you finish it. Right. But, if someone's like, that shit was good, I want it. And you're like, oh, hell yeah. Okay, I will do that six-hour thing again. Um, for Christmas, we did – so my family's weird. Um, 
I don't know why I qualified that for aren't, you. Uh, aren't, aren't they all? I mean, aren't they ahead. all? Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. My grandma turned 70 this year and she plays more Xbox than I do. Um, <laughs> That's it rules. That's so it weird. rules. She That's plays so Destiny cool. with her sister like every day and it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Gotta get those um, raids in. Let's go. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for Christmas, we always had a thing where like before my grandfather passed, like Christmas Eve was uh, like Mexican food. And so we would make like enchiladas and sopapillas and all sorts of shit and it, it ruled and then before even before he stopped before he passed he stopped cooking so then it was like well we'll do a turkey again because ham is poor people food i hate it um sorry if you love ham holiday ham i can't do it and maybe that's just because i, I, I haven't had it like done the, well the glazed like dripping like yeah sliced yeah pineapple big sliced it. glazed ham I with like pineapple ham. Bleh. ham is great on a cold cut sandwich Yes. No. Okay. I, I should I, I have never done. Yeah. And, I, and to be fair, I have family in the Carolinas. They take their ham very seriously. Sure. But 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 yeah. Where I've where I've I live, never done the holiday ham. But yeah. Exactly. Where I but live, I, and it seems in the where you. Samuel Jackson. I will dig on swine. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? I, <laughs> sure. I don't care where it comes from. I will dig on swine. Anyway. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. One hundred percent. Ham. A cold cut with ham. Absolutely. Uh, but holiday ham. Miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> that obviously is just because where I'm from and who I'm around, we haven't done right. it right, I guess. Fair. But Fair. this last Christmas, we decided we were like, what do we do for Christmas this year? Because a couple of years ago, we did something different and whatever. So I was like, fuck it. I have a book. If you've watched Chef's Table ever, uh, the third season, I think, has a okay. Jewish New Yorker named Ivan Orkin mm -hmm. who makes ramen and like it's his whole fucking thing. And he owns like, and runs one of the most popular ramen spots in fucking Tokyo as a Jewish New Yorker, which is mm -hmm. fucking wild. That episode is like my favorite one to watch because like this dude's clearly fucking mental and I love it. Like he's so obsessed it's, with the shit that he's making. It's a fine line between genius and madness for sure. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's absolutely obsessed with this shit and I'm absolutely in love with him. So my wife for my birthday a couple years back bought me his cookbook and in his cookbook, literally a hundred pages of it are dedicated to walking you through every single ingredient of his like chicken shio ramen from his restaurant okay so i was like we'll do ramen and sushi for for christmas and i'll make it which i'm an asshole because that was not i shouldn't have done that it was a lot did of fucking you do work noodles you're on your own did you do your own noodles that's the one thing i didn't do okay because no, i didn't i, don't I have the not, i have it's not the, an easy thing whew, to do and no. it takes years to do correctly you know what i mean <laughs> right so, yeah, no, but the, his his suggestion is like if you don't make the noodles, go find a place that's got uh, noodles with like um, sodium bicarbonate in it, so that they have bite. Because yeah. he makes like toasted rye noodles. I'm like, I I'm not doing that. So Wait, I went. And, and New York Jews making noodles with rye in it. Come on. With toasted on. rye. Yeah, dog. It's weird as <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, I went to uh, like an Asian uh, market for fully three hours. And spent like two hundred dollars on just like all the shit I could possibly find that looked right, and then on Christmas Eve I sat. Down, <laughs> sorry, this is a long story, but no, I'll, go, I'll try go, and go, go. On Christmas Eve, I sat down and relooked at this recipe book that I've been looking at for years, and even more so in the last week. Right. So and actually, osmosis, like you're, you, you probably. Know I just more tried than to you think you do at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But then I finally read the like closing paragraph, and in his closing paragraph, he's like. If you want to make this, start with like one or two ingredients and buy the rest. Do not try to make it all from scratch in one sit down right. unless you're fucking crazy. And I was like, oops. Uh, 
So I <laughs> here's the whole book, and then at the very end, he's like, and the cliff notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, take it, it slow. Yeah. And I was like, too late for that, motherfucker. I'm going now. Um, so yeah, I spent like 18 hours. The broth, the broth cooked for 18 hours. I started it at six the day before, and I ended it at noon the day after. Um, I made pork belly and braised it for six hours or whatever, however long it's supposed to be. Um, I made bamboo shoots and pickled them and I just all the shit. And to this, I, I like a week ago. Did you I took, did you do like the the egg too? Like the whole. Oh yeah, dude. Yes, man. yes, I did the eggs. Uh, I got fishing line so that I could cut them without. Bro, it it ruled. And like you take the my goodness, you take the chashu tare that you that you braise the pork in for yep. five hours and save that shit. And then when you when you boil your eggs. You then take them out and cool them, and then you stick them in that tare after you peel them. So that, or before you peel it, wait. I hadn't heard after. of this move. Okay. Yeah, so you peel them while they're still uh, kind of warm, and then you stick them in that tare and leave them in the fridge like overnight. All right. So that they—that's how they get the brown on the outside. They soak in like essentially soy pork juice. What well, we would just do straight up like soy sauce mixture, you know, sure. like scouting stuff. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, absolutely. That's. that's it's essentially dope. the that's same thing, level. except yeah, I, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, dude, and so like, it ruled. It was so that fucking good. Amazing, dude. That's I. I'm gonna trade you two. Th- you gotta send me a link to that cookbook. Number one. Yes. But number two, I'm gonna like next time you decide you want to do noodles or ramen, literally, go to the Momofuku website, spend thirty bucks, get the fifteen pack of mixed like soy scallion, uh, spicy tingly, and like the spicy soy. Yeah. They're all, it's it's fancy ass instant ramen. Fuck yeah. They're noodles, and you can just, like, go go do your broth stuff, but don't worry about, the, like, but these are the good, like you said, the sodium bicarbonate noodles. The stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Trust me. Yeah, yeah, But there's so much leftover from that process that, like, I iterated several times over the next, like, two months because some of it keeps a couple weeks, some of it yeah. keeps for, like, a couple months. Yeah. So I'd grab a few things and substitute a few things, and I think, like, after the fourth time, much like you with your, bio, like, I figured out Maybe not the perfect way yet, but like a better way to do it consistently. Okay. And there's something for you, really for you though, right? Like right. I'm not starting a restaurant, but like this is how I want to cook it. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I did did I throw a little Nashville hot chicken rub on my five star oh, fuck Chinese yeah. That's incredible. Like pork chops? Yes, I did. Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I did. Absolutely. I, I absolutely. I it's it's so fun when you Again, I'm not a big cook, but when you find that dish or the thing that you really like or the other people around that you cook for really like, and so you feel encouraged to do it again and then kind yeah. of just iterate, right? Exactly. Yeah, you find your little dark souls of the kitchen and decide <laughs> that you're going to do your That's best. exactly it. Your little That's Elden exactly Ring it. of the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, I, and I've, I've New Game Plus a couple times now, and I'm going like, to <laughs> yeah, keep exactly. going. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I'm getting so good at this, I might actually start charging people for right. it. Uh, <laughs> See, I'm the let me solo her of, of <laughs> yeah. Cal Cal right now in my own home. You know what I mean? <laughs> 100%. That's 100%. So many words and weird references in that sentence, but I'm sure. Yeah, someone's, someone's listening to this who's not quite as hardcore a gamer, and they're just like, okay. <laughs> they said things. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Google anyway. it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. But we promise it wasn't anything bad. It just takes context. Know. It's very good. Very good. Yeah, dude. So, yes. food, games, baseball. How long yeah. have you been a Mets fan? Forever? 
Because you said you're from Kansas. There's another Kansas baseball I, team. So no, I mean I grew up a Bo Jackson fan at Royals, right? Who wasn't? Who wasn't a Bo Jackson uh, fan? Exactly. And I <laughs> and I had I had a very strong love, and I have no shame admitting this. I love Donnie baseball. Mattingly was my guy. Um, sure. But I wasn't necessarily a Yankees fan. I was the guy. I was the kid that like, much like a fantasy football player does now. Like I'm more interested in the players. I'm less than the teams. Like I was the kid that collected baseball cards, and I was like, sure, you know that kind of thing. <clears throat> but when I was 18 and I moved to Brooklyn for the first time in 2000, like right before 9/11 and all that, and uh, I, I don't know, I just started hanging out with this crew of guys, and half of them were Yankee fans, and half of them were Mets fans, and. I, there was a frequency with the Met fans that I just vibed with, you know what I mean? And so uh, that became the thing. And I, I, I do believe in rooting for the underdog, at least at that yeah. time. Anybody that follows baseball knows the Yankees, and they will. you meet any Yankee fan, they will tell you without error how many fucking World Series they've won, okay? Yeah. We all get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> Mets fans, I mean, especially at that time, like it had been a bit, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I was lucky. I was lucky to see the Subway Series when it happened. Like, you know, the Piazza days, you know, the David Wright days, um, the Jose Reyes days, and kind of. Then I left, and I, I was like, I, I, in taking some of my New York identity with me to Seattle, I rocked a Mets hat for nine years. You know what I mean? I really yeah. did. Like, look at any of the V1 pictures. I have the black and white Mets hat, which looks suspiciously like a Yankee Homie, hat. Homie, you want to know something, me, extre- wanna know something extremely hat. funny? You want to know something <laughs> extremely Don't. fucking funny? When we, <laughs> when you interviewed me, you wore that, that hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, it was a Yankees hat. And so this in, did. like, in following up with, I cannot remember her name for the life of me, but in following up with the uh, woman that was organizing the interview. Rachel, Rachel, yeah. Yeah, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> I had to, like, send y'all a link to something, and I don't remember. What, in some way, I talked about, like, having a good time uh, yeah. and appreciating it, and I was like, even though Joe was wearing a Yankees hat, you know what? I was able to get past <laughs> it. And then I saw you a year later to posting about the Mets, and I was like, who the fuck is this man? Right. Like I'm you just, can't I'm like both of those teams. You can't. You can't do both, guy. No. no. It, was, it was. I. I liked because I, I was wearing like black glass yeah. eye rims at the time, and I was like, I want the black. I want you know white T-shirt, black hat, you know white logo. But I and I appreciate that people was like, Are you? I'm like, Nah, man. Look closer. Like if you're if you're gonna get on me about being a baseball fan, then know your logos. That kind know of your thing, logos. You know? like, yeah. The, the people sure, that kind sure. of you know. Yeah. But yeah, like my ritual has been every year I get a new new era fitted hat. You know, I, like last year I had the Mr. Met logo. This year I got the the patch that I had. Love those Love black it. and white ones in Seattle, like every year I got a new black and white one for like four years straight. You know what I mean? Like that was it. Yeah. So. I recently, this year, uh, I have a giant fucking head. And I wear a size 8 hat. And it took forever size for me eight? to like, Damn, yeah. You're the, first person, you're the first person that I've met that has a bigger one than me. Because I'm like, I'm... I'm seven and five eights. Like I'm up there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I've had, a, I've put on a couple eight hats and been like, Ooh, maybe I need one size bigger yeah. because my, sometimes they they fit a little tight. New era but you just, quality product, but these they're, they are not precise in their measurements yeah, by any yeah. stretch. <laughs> sometimes it's like, Ooh, that's comfy. Other times it's like, I got to wear this for a couple of weeks yeah. before it feels good. Uh, so to this year for the first time in like, ugh, I played so I played baseball like as a kid. I, I played baseball from age nine to twenty three or four. Oh, wow. um, played through college. Uh, I was I think I was good, but I'm not playing with the guys on TV now, so I wasn't that good. Um, but I wear a hat like my whole life. And then I got to like adult age, and my head was like, mm-hmm, nope. And I haven't worn hats. And this year I bought a hat, and it fit. 
when I tell you I went right back to the website and bought three three more. <laughs> yes. That's, so that's now you're an adult now. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Now I've like got look, the hat. I, you that's look at Chris the... Nolan, it's like, why do I see you in a, a blazer, a black shirt, and khakis every day? Literally wearing the same shit every day? Because that's how you do it. You wear the yeah. same shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you buy four of all the things, because yep. who's got the fucking time to figure it out otherwise? I get it. Right. Absolutely. I've got a black hat for when I'm wearing black, and I've got a, a navy cardinal's hat for when I'm wearing stuff that's not quite black. And then I have a couple of other black hats. <laughs> like, I, I've, got a, I've got hats now, though, and it rules. I love it so much. I almost grabbed. I came downstairs to start this call, and I was like, "I'm not wearing my cardinal hat." I you bet should've. he has a Why Mets not? hat on, and I, I didn't want to go back upstairs. That was all. You have to understand, like, and and you meet anybody that works with me, or whatever. Like nine times out of ten, I am wearing a hat. It doesn't have to be. It's almost always a Mets hat, but I'll I have like brewery hats. I have Kansas Jayhawk hats. I have a fucking scally cat that looks like I'm from Peaky Blinders. Do you know what I mean? Hell like, yeah. I'm just, Hell I'm, yeah. Just a hat, I'm just a hat dude. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's just me. But Sure. Oh, well, I'm a hat dude now. Hats. Okay. I'm a hat now, dude. Well, I used to have good hair. Find those sizes. There you go. You know? exactly. That too. I used to have good hair though, and now it's like leaving. So oh, I, just, um, yeah. I uh, it's the update. For my software, it's the patch. Yes, right. It's the patch for this for this game. It's the DLC, if you will. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean, right? exactly. <laughs> I mean I, it's not that bad, but I, you know, I still have it. Oh, just not, bragging, just bragging about having hair after I told you I'm losing mine. How rude! I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't. It's fine. I, but I also don't like like it. So I just like I'm not gonna be the guy that goes like just start shaving my head, but I like I just prefer to wear a hat. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. It's, it's Someone weird. was like I see myself in the mirror without a hat on. I'm like, mm, you know. What I mean? uh, uh, yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. People are like, you gonna start shaving with a razor? And I'm like, no. <laughs> They're like, why not? And I was like, I don't use a razor on my face. I'm not gonna do it on spots I can't see. The fuck. <laughs> simple logic, guys. You yeah. I mean, I'm just connecting. I'm just connecting logical dots. That's all. <laughs> Uh, so did you ever play uh, baseball? Or was it just a no, thing I played, I played like, like a couple of years of t-ball when I was a kid. And sure. honestly, this is the thing as, as I like got into game development and as a producer, Excel becomes attached at the hip. Sure. Figuring out automation and stack collection and like how deep statistics go for baseball specifically. Like no other sport has statistics like baseball. You yeah, know what I mean, like the, yeah, it's, so it's, it's a over, numbers game. It's arguably overanalyzed to the point yeah. of like we the, we probably put way too much on it. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's a stat for everything. It's like how many times did he blink at the plate during this day, uh, the phase of this moon, and we'll have some dumb after after he peed between the second and third. Exactly, and yeah. I it's so ridiculous. And I, you know, you go watch something like Moneyball, and then they fucking build a team around that shit like sabermetrics and all that shit yeah <laughs> i'm just kind of like it's utterly fascinating and utterly ridiculous yeah and it's great and so dumb <laughs> it keeps you grounded as long as you understand that like it's super fun to quote that shit on twitter and be like oh the mets are 20 and 10 tonight and the washington nationals who they're playing right or uh, i don't know if they won or lost i'm i haven't been watching but yeah are 10 and 20 and like they'll they'll be amazing like backyard analysts coming out of the woodwork sharing amazing statistical things and you're just like damn he's right <laughs> do you know what i mean like some <laughs> random yeah. shit and it means yeah. fucking nothing dude because it means nothing somebody's gonna have an off night somebody's gonna be an on night somebody you know what i mean like somebody had an argument with their wife or they you know got laid by with their girlfriend the night before and they're gonna come out swinging whatever it is like yep, they're gonna, whatever it is know, there's no 
you yeah. can you can pretend that there's a sauce, but there's no sauce. You know no, I mean? the it's sauce just, is just, superstition, and superstition I just think is a fickle motherfucker. This is the thing about like D and D nerds, which I, I I'll play no problem. I'll roll some Hell dice. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell a story. Yeah. And and like why why I'll never understand why sports fans and like and and gaming nerds can't get along because it's the exact same. It's thing. the same shit. It's the yeah. same shit. It really like it one hundred percent is. They're all games. Like sports yeah. are games. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's, I remember I watching. People, like I get like I. People that love like you know D D got bullied as a kid you know by yeah. those sports nerds and I understand that whole nuance please I get it but at the yeah. same time I'm like I don't know that's this is why I don't dunk on shit let people like what they like yeah you know what I mean yeah so. also like those nerds that you dunked on like the Marvel universe is the biggest fucking thing in the world right now and so and like those same nerds love it I'm just saying and yeah same jocks love it too and the I'm same saying, jocks you know, love it too yeah Batman. the same yeah. guy that kicked the shit out of a kid for reading D and D books. <laughs> Is super jacked about seeing Captain America in his next movie, right. and like, you know what? He's, someone he's probably complaining. He's like, "Oh, fucking Doctor Strange should have been rated R or whatever." You know what I mean? That kind of thing. You sure, know what I mean? like, sure. <laughs> that movie was borderline R-rated anyway. I don't I, know if you've well, seen Sam it. Sam Raimi. People shouldn't be surprised. Yes, not at all. Not at all. The first time <laughs> I, have, I saw, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yet, the first it. time I saw someone die in that movie, something die in that movie, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. This is a yeah. Sam Raimi movie. I forgot. <laughs> like. It rules. That's a, that's, it rules. It's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> uh, I love Moneyball. It's like one of my favorite movies. But like, I have I had arguments with people that are like, "Oh, we should put this person here because the blah 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 more." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> because I, that shit's kind of bullshit." But also, it kind of works. The reason like, the money, the reason <sighs> Moneyball is good is that you you have these gratifying moments of like, "Oh shit, maybe their system works," and they get to the end and it falls apart. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's the whole point of that movie, yep. where it's like you like, and that's that's the magic of of any sport or anything, where it's the randomness of it, the the external factors, the complete unpredictability. Right. Like, you know, like you want to say that you can completely control this thing that you absolutely cannot control. And yeah, you can buy silver bullets, right? But you still have to have good aim. <laughs> if you want to kill that werewolf, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like 100%. just having the silver bullet doesn't mean shit. Uh, right. But. You know that people don't understand that all the time. It's you know, right. that's why baseball rules, though. I, but that's it makes for the good arguments. Like if you find a good group of people to debate that shit with, like it's fun to debate that. Like you don't have to agree right. or whatever. But if you get people, you know, taking it personally or making it part of their identity or whatever, then then it gets dicey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really quickly. Yeah. So yeah, but. yeah. This is the the line between fan and fanatic, right? <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the fan. That... One of the great. Underrated Patton Oswalt performances of all time. Yes. There's always that one guy who says that one thing, and you're like, "Oh, you're you're crazy." Okay. Wait, cool. you're, you're, you disagree with me? You're undermining my entire existence. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Hey, homie, your uh, identity, personal identity, is attached a little bit too much to this thing that it's not you. That's it. It's cool yeah. to like stuff. Don't just just don't let it yeah. overtake you. That's all. Yeah. Man. Yeah. One hundred percent. Man, yes. What else is there to talk about? I don't know. Did we do it or like? I mean, you tell me. I'll keep going for hours, man. I, you know, I'm. I think I'm beer, but (laughs) (laughs) intermission. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, this has been dope. I don't want to keep you forever because you know it's a weeknight. No, I appreciate that. No, it is a weeknight, and uh, I, 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 at the risk of being the buzzkill, I I should probably wrap it up. But oh yeah, I gotta work in the morning too. I just don't. We did it. We we did it. Cut that shit up. 
We, really we cut do. that shit up. And, you know, it, it just means that we have to do it again. If we, well, we'll I, think of something later and be like, oh, shit. So, I, uh, so I, I actually thought about this exact moment, and, and I'll, I'll give you a lead, and, and we'll see if we end up bearing it or not. But all right. I'm, I'm still in, in good contact with a bunch of people, specifically my guys Joe and Nick. Uh, from the V1 and school days. In fact, we're, yeah. on, we're on the side. We're kind of going back and, and rebuilding one of our school projects. That's Sick. A thing. Sick. If we can, uh, if we can take it if, as far as we'd like, um, we'll have something to talk about. And I'm sure, sure, because I'm almost positive Joe, the other Joe, was on that interview too with you. Yeah. So I'm sure he would. I'm sure he'd enjoy having this same kind of rehash in yeah. the future. And, and again, like they've all done podcasts, we could, you know. We'll cut it up again too. You know what I mean? Yes, we do, exactly. we'll, do, we'll do we'll do a panel. You know that kind of. We'll thing. do a yeah. We'll do a whole group sesh, and then oh, absolutely we got to talk about D and D and all sorts of shit. Sure. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. This and has I, been. You know, yeah. Oh no, go ahead, please go ahead. No, no, you were about to say something. You're the guest. Oh no, I, and, and look, you know, reach out. Like I got, I got to, I got a Rolodex. You want some guests? We can, we can, we can help. Yeah. Out. Well, I appreciate that. That's oh, well, that's you know, that's uh, networking, baby. It's about who you. Hell know. yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Moral I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that I can now say I know you. That shit rules. Like yeah. thank you for coming on. Um, My pleasure. This was fantastic. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it ruled. I appreciate that. Uh if anybody wanted to follow you. Uh if you if to, you want them to, you don't have yeah, to no, tell that's me. Fine. On, but if anybody well, wanted to follow you, see. where would they find it? Um while Twitter is still in transition <laughs> and Trump is still banned. You can follow me at Aunt Joey Kansas zero one two five. You will mostly get hot Mets takes and occasionally random retweets of David Simon, who continues to be the masterclass of owning people on Twitter. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I'll I'll retweet some game stuff from time to time and shout out to people yeah. that that I like. But uh, yeah, you can when, follow me there. Sweet on social when, media. When Twitter becomes a hellhole, we'll just figure out how to contact each other afterwards. It, it still is. When I say becomes, right? Yeah. It's wicked has been. We're all um, gonna be like move to Discord, and and the echo chambers will just you know multiply. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, we'll have one person in charge of each Discord channel that's supposed to invite off-brand personalities to help balance us out, and what then they'll go get wrong. They'll yeah. get banned in thirty minutes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. You said Joey Kansas. What's the numbers after it? Zero one two five. Uh, Zero one two five. Capital J, capital K, and uh, yeah, you can hit me on Twitter. Sick. If you're if you're looking for hot beer takes or hot met takes, that's me. Hot met takes. That's yep. that's got to be a Twitter account somewhere too. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow <laughs> anything that I do, nerdybits.com is the website. You can read articles, listen to podcasts like this, or follow the stream, which I'm starting to get back into streaming. We'll see. Oh, stamp. Okay. That's just wild and interesting. Um, outside of that, nerdy underscore bits on Twitter, and I'm Lubwub, L-U-B-W-U-B, uh, on everything, which means if you, for some reason, get on your Xbox and you're like, I want to invite a random person, that's also me there. Um, also, shout out to Monster Cat for our music. Uh, this episode's going to go up on Friday, May Ooh. 13th. 13th. Hey, Friday the 13th, baby. Oh, shit. Friday the 13th. Mm. Fuck yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Come back for other episodes. Subscribe, whatever. Follow Joey. And um, Joe, again, thank you for hanging out. My pleasure. Honestly, good times. We'll do this again. Hell yeah. Our uh, sign off is Ralph Waldo Emerson. I think I keep remember, I keep forgetting what, who, the name of the person is. But the, the quote is what stands up. 
We don't grow old because we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. So don't stop playing. Hashtag and, facts. Uh, hashtag facts. And we will catch y'all next time. Peace. The face for radio. Yeah, and I got a voice for TV. Uh, muted TV. Muted daytime TV. Perfect. Nailed like it. soaps that distract the dogs. That's right, all right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> um, it's funny. You brought up V1. A couple of things. One, sure. I talked to uh, John Everest like two I, weeks ago. I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was listening to a little bit of that. I didn't get through it all of it yet, but I was, I was checking it out. Um, yeah, are, are we talk. going? Did we? Are we just going cold? Like, oh, I just here? I just hit record so that I've got some like B roll okay. to throw in after the after <clears> the, the outro. Um, well, I, I should I I have to say that that opening track is uh, a banger, my man. I don't hey, know, put that together, but that I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Monster Cat does this thing. I don't know if okay. you ever played Rocket League, but like Monster Cat yeah, has done their music for like the last five years. Okay, uh, they have this thing called Gold that lets you subscribe to it, and as a content creator, you get to use it in like your Twitch. And YouTube, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I emailed them once and yeah. was like, "But I do podcasts. Can I use a song as an intro for the podcast?" And somehow, this lady, the the woman that responded, was like, "No one's ever asked that." So I guess, and I was like, "Dope. <laughs> That's how I'm going with it." Then that uh, is so crazy. Yeah. So I mean, I shout them out at the end of the episode and be like, "Monster K gave me music." <laughs> they don't have That's like. Not bad. They don't have sides for me to read to be like, this is how you credit us. So I, I put the link and that's it. Well, not not to draw too too deep a correlation here, but it's because I, so I had an old buddy of mine that I went to high school with. He's like one of those guys that just understands music, picks up an instrument yeah. and, and yeah. gets it. And, uh, you know, super, super inclined that way. And yeah. I had him write us a, a, a theme song for our show. And then Seth Whedon, a kid we went to school with at DigiPen, ended up working at Epic Games. Uh, like Robo Recall, and I think he's on Fortnite now. And then he did a remix of it, and you know, turned it into a banger. And so the, yeah, yeah. the epic theme song connection. There you go. You know there it I mean? is. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. The other fun V one fact is you. We've yeah. talked. You've interviewed me. Before. I know. Uh, oh, I, re I recall. I <laughs> okay. I wasn't I sure. Remember? No, no, no. I wasn't absolutely. sure. But uh, no, I remember talking with y'all. And I, you know what's funny is I beat myself up for fucking weeks afterwards. Why? Oh, no. Why? Because y'all asked me, like, if I had any questions. And my dumb brain talking to people that were important was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, I should have asked, like, what do you think about, like, for your content rollout? How are you going to make multiplayer stuff? Is it going to be seasons? Is it going to be DLC? Sure. I had questions, but I didn't ask right. any of them. <clears throat> yeah, but that's, but not, I mean, that, that's an interview skill that you, now you know. Always bring questions. Right. Oh, it's when never going to happen again. When they open it up, and if they don't open it up, then you ask to open it up and say, hey, right. I got a couple questions. What's up? You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I'll never make that mistake again. Unfortunately, because of 2020, I have not had the opportunity. Well, to do, make that do not be yourself. Again. You were you were absolutely very up on that list for a hot minute, my friend. So I, that, uh, that makes me feel good. I appreciate that. I, yeah, that's, that's I dope. mean, well, I mean, look, you know, maybe not so great at this point in time, looking back, because it, you know, obviously uh, survive. But, I, uh, you know, that's, that's the way it <laughs> sure. shakes out sometimes. You know what I mean? Sure. No, I thought this integration was great. I thought Thank that you. it was uh, one of those things that like y'all had a an idea and you ran with it, which a lot of studios don't get the fucking chance to do, right? Because like. Sure. 
a lot of stuff has got people over their shoulders being like, but that's weird. Don't. <laughs> I was we just had, listening to someone a talk bit about of that. Not from the publisher. I mean, I, no, I, sure. We could save some of this for the show. We can certainly talk about disintegration. I have no problem. Okay, sure. That. Well, if you yeah, if you want to talk about that on the show, then let's, <laughs> no, then definitely, let's, definitely. I'll just I'll just intro the show, um, and then afterwards when I outro the show and I say peace, don't hang up. Because okay. we'll we'll like we'll, we'll say bye after that. We'll deep. I had a, yeah, yeah. I had a yeah, couple yeah. of people that were like, "All right, peace," and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Well. <laughs> no worries. I got you. <laughs> All right, I'll jump into it, and then we'll jump into it. Cool.